Welcome to the Enrich Your Soul podcast number 86, Your Imperfection is Perfect. Welcome to the Enrich Your Soul podcast. I am Rich Bracken, an award-winning marketer, inspirational consultant, and expert problem solver. Each episode of this podcast will discuss ways to address the obstacles in your life and help you learn how to put your heart and soul into everything you do. Thank you for choosing this podcast to bring more love, happiness, and success into your life. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Enrich Your Soul podcast. Today, we are talking about humility and imperfection and how that actually makes you a better person. This is a topic that has actually come up several times in the last few days. I teach a leadership class at the University of Kansas Graduate School, and we talked about it then. And we, I gave a presentation on emotional intelligence and how humility and admitting mistakes is big in emotional intelligence and effective leadership. And I had a conversation with a buddy of mine earlier about the same thing. And what I want to give you is permission to be imperfect. It's the ability to be humble about your mistakes. And that is something that I struggled with early on in my life because I was a very insecure kid and made plenty of mistakes, was very awkward, wasn't sure what perfect even was. It was an unfathomable concept to me because I felt like I was constantly making mistakes and stumbling over myself. And as I've grown older, you know, I, I, it's not that my mistakes lessen. I still make mistakes on a daily basis. And what I have found over the years and as I've grown as, a, as an adult is that embracing my flaws, understanding that I have shortcomings, understanding that I'm going to make mistakes has made my life more enjoyable. Because when I was trying to be perfect, when I was trying to maintain this this growth or this 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 facade of, of who I was to other people because I was so insecure, I was miserable. I was miserable. I, I, I was so stressed out about making mistakes that I couldn't stand myself. And the older I got, the more I realized that people were making mistakes around me all the time. And the the people that I engaged with and the people that I surrounded myself with were all very humble people. And they would be the first person to either laugh at themselves when they did something silly or own a mistake and move on from it, but learn from it. And, you know, again, I think it's something that is, it's liberating. It's liberating as a human. It's liberating as a business professional. It's liberating in a lot of different ways because you don't worry about being so perfect all the time. That stress sucks. And I think, especially with social media, we we take five pictures of ourselves to find the best one. And we put filters on things. And we do these things to put this perfect version of ourselves out there, thinking that that's the best portrayal of us. When in actuality, your your awkward pose or your mistake or some, a misunderstanding is is what makes you beautiful. That is what makes you a human being. That's what makes you likable and, and, and more respected. Because if you're the person that walks around thinking that you're perfect and that you don't make mistakes and nor should anybody else, then your ability to be effective in life and in, in business is going to be extremely limited. I have worked for several people over the years that did not convey any humility whatsoever as far as mistakes go. They either would not address it, move on from it, throw somebody else under the bus to cover their mistake. I've seen disastrous examples of that. And thankfully, one of those instances happened early on in my career. 
And it, it just really shocked me. It shocked me that it was in plain sight what happened. All it would have taken was this person saying, hey, I made the wrong choice. Here's what I'm going to do to fix it. And here's what we're going to do moving forward. That explanation, not even knowing the context of the situation, immediately makes me feel better. And it should make you feel better about that person as well, because they're human. It's part of life. And, you know, I I read something a while back, too, that at at the speed at which some of us move, which I'm one of those people that I'm ideas are constantly firing. I'm constantly thinking of the next thing to do, the next project, the next goal, the next thing I want to learn. And part of that is understanding that you're going to make mistakes in that speed. Not every idea is going to be fantastic. Not every action is going to be perfect. You're not going to nail things down. And and we get into this analysis paralysis that we don't want to do something until we can think that we're perfect. That's failure in and of itself. You're not ever going to start anything and be perfect. You're not ever going to be perfect at anything. You can be your best. And being your best is being humble and admitting that you make mistakes and admitting that you're learning. But also you get respect by saying that and saying, what can I, you know, can I learn something from you to make myself better? Can you give me feedback on this so I can get better? Because I don't, I know, I know I'm not perfect. It's when you find that comfort, it's when you find that self-assurance that your mistakes are okay, that you can learn from everything that you do wrong. And I I think what we should all strive to do is not make the same mistake twice or make it a different way so you're not repeating the same thing or you're not learning from your mistakes because I think that's that's where the opportunity of making a mistake lies is that you understand what didn't work. So finding a different way that does work or becoming better at something because you want to improve, that's one of the hugest opportunities for making mistakes. And so many times we get to a point where I don't want to do this until I know that I'm going to be perfect and flawless and I'm not going to make a fool of myself and, you know, everything from business to karaoke. You know, people don't want to do things that make them look vulnerable. They don't want to do things that make them look less than. When in actuality, it makes you look more than. It makes you look stronger. It makes you look like a human being, for God's sake. And given the context of my conversations in the last week about this this level of humility and and admitting mistakes and, and growing from those mistakes, I read a great article on Forbes about this topic. And there are several takeaways that I want to discuss in this real quick um, that I think are great. One, um, admitting mistakes. Leaders make you know make mistakes all the time. If you're leading a team or you're leading an organization or whatever position you're in, or even if you're not a leader, it's okay to admit those mistakes because you earn respect first and foremost. You know, I know I've, I've said that n- numerous times already, but it really, like if you think about somebody that's like, hey, I'm not perfect, but I'm learning, I'm growing and I'm getting better. I respect that more than, oh no, I don't make mistakes, or this is this is perfect, or somebody who is going to completely avoid something because because they don't want to make a mistake, they don't want to look silly. But you build an era of transparency, and you free up everybody else around you to be imperfect at some level. Creativity comes with imperfection. Creativity comes with mistakes. Not every idea that you see that hits the market came as a one shot. Chances are the best ideas, the best strategies, the best leaders, the best anything went through some sort of repetitive iterations, second versions, third versions, 50th versions. 
some of the best songs that have ever been written were, you know, scrapped and rewritten and done in, in all imperfection is within greatness everywhere. The second part about this article that one of the, the, the benefits they talk about is that it, that vulnerability that you show strengthens your team. And this, you can convey all of this to personal relationships as well. But when you are vulnerable, you bring a team together. You know, when I think about times that I've either played, you know, I think about like sports, when I've been on teams that we have rallied from behind, we admitted what we were doing wrong. We admitted that we weren't playing at our hardest. We admitted that we weren't strategizing or adapting correctly. But admitting that mistake allowed us to rally and win. So had we not been able to do that, we wouldn't have, have been in a position to be, to be successful. And so many times, and, and unfortunately, I've, I've seen this happen way too many times and destroy too many cultures and too many teams, is that you have somebody that thinks that their title or the, the description on their nameplate or their business card shields them and puts them behind a wall of protection from making mistakes or admitting mistakes. And if you put yourself behind that wall of, of hidden perfection, then you're alienating your team. You're not being a leader, flat out. You're not being a leader. In some of my true defining moments in my career and, and as I've grown as a leader have been times where I've said, hey, look, I'm so sorry. This was totally my mistake. Let's, let's work on this. Can I get your help on this? I need to figure out what I did wrong. Can you give me some feedback here and let's, let's figure this out together? But never ever is it appropriate or is it right or is it beneficial to say, well, you know, I'm, I'm the director or I'm the CMO or I'm the, I'm the CEO. I, I don't make mistakes. I can't make mistakes. You, you're never going to see me make a mistake. That's not going to fly. Because at that point, you're either creating an atmosphere of arrogance, which nobody wants to be around, or you're creating an atmosphere of, of perfection or false perfection that people are going to be stressed out all the time. They're going to feel like they can't make mistakes. They're not going to bring you their best ideas because they don't want them to be shot down because they're not probably going to be perfect at the same time. So allowing yourself to be vulnerable in front of your team and make mistakes and be humble and be human actually is a, a tremendous benefit. It is not a deterrent. It is not a weakness. It is not something that disqualifies you as a leader. It actually enhances your ability to lead and to be viewed as an effective leader. The third benefit that the article lists out is that you lead by example. And I think when you are in a culture that you are allowed and given permission to test and try and fail and learn and grow, you're giving other people permission to be great. Because if you stay still, professionally or personally, because you're afraid to make a mistake and you're afraid to be put out there and, and, and feel like you're going to be ridiculed for something, then you're never going to grow. Growing, like if you think about riding a bike, when you can't ride a bike, the first time you ride a bike, you're probably going to fall off. There's going to be scrapes and bumps and bruises, and, but that's part of it. But you learn. You learn not to lean that way. You, not, you learn to, to break appropriately. You learn to give yourself a little bit of space when, you're, when it's a little bit wetter outside. But by not allowing that to happen, why would you get on the bike in the first place? Because you know you're going to fail. But leading by example also shows, the, shows your team the, the benefit of being agile in, in making their decisions and adjusting to their mistakes and, and moving forward it actually creates more momentum because if 
people are paralyzed by their fear of imperfection, your company's going to come to a standstill because nobody's going to make want to make a decision because they don't want to be a failure. But if you say, hey, look, let's keep moving forward. Let's test and learn and move on, but admit where we, where we fell short and then fix it when we do it again or come up with a better way, that in and itself creates an energy and a momentum that will put your team head and shoulders above the competition or put your company head and shoulders above the competition because you're trying, you're growing, you're testing, and you're getting better. But your ability to show your team or show your partner or your spouse or whomever the situation calls for by showing that you're not afraid and showing by action and admitting by voice that you made a mistake, you're setting that example. You're freeing up the conversation. You're freeing up the ability to be innovative and creative and have a momentum that will help push your corporation or your business or your relationship over the top. The fourth and final point of of benefit from this article, which I think is my favorite, is that it builds a culture of trust. And my favorite line of the entire article comes in this section where it says, with mistakes come key learnings. With each key learning comes more experience. With experience comes a greater ability to identify opportunity. And opportunities seized rightly can be the ultimate game changer. That, to me, sums it up. So if you're building that culture of trust and you're learning and you're saying, okay, this didn't work, let's try this instead. Or here's where we fell short. Here's where I fell short. Let's figure that out. That didn't work, but let's figure out the solution to get past this gap. But in that, it's kind of like knocking on a room full of doors. You're finding the opportunity to get where you need to go. You're growing and finding the opportunity to become better, to become more efficient, and to become more cohesive as a team. So that culture of trust is is paramount. Because if you have a a team that doesn't trust each other because they feel like they can't admit mistakes and they can't learn from those and they have to be perfect every single time, Everybody, I mean, imagine a room full of scared cats. They're just going to be terrified at doing anything. They're going to be terrified about making any changes or recommending any any changes or making suggestions or coming up with a new idea. Then what happens? If you keep doing the same thing over and over again and you're not growing and you're not improving and you're not seizing those opportunities, your culture will die on the vine. Because people want to be empowered, they want to grow, they want to be energized, they want to be supported, they want to be trusted, and they want to be communicated with. They want a transparent environment. That trust, I don't care what you've got going on technology-wise, I don't care what you've got going on product differentiation-wise, if you've got a team that trusts each other and a team that is working together to move forward and push the ball the way it needs to be pushed, understanding that there are going to be stumbles along the way, I'll take that over anything because that trust will breed opportunity and that opportunity will build success. Bottom line, I'll take that all day long. And a couple of things to add on the end of it. One, I think knowing what your what your weaknesses are or your, your shortcomings on the front end is also huge. Um, I, I listened to a conversation between a couple of people at Entree Leadership not so long ago where they talked about a leadership cheat sheet. And really laying out all of the different qualities of an individual so that their team has no 
no question whatsoever. So if they need to make a decision, they can they can adapt to the leader's culture and the leader's likes and dislikes and their their methodologies that they understand better. But the the idea of creating a cheat sheet on yourself, and I asked my class to do this the other night, is is so vulnerable because you're putting yourself out there and saying, hey, look, I like this. I don't like this. Maybe I'm good at this. Maybe I'm not so good at this. This is where I'm strong. This is where I'm not so strong. Being transparent in that kind of a documentation to understand that, hey, look, now I understand, okay, so I'm, I'd like to say that I'm better at math than I am, but I'm not. There's my, there's my admission of, of shortcoming. And so if I'm telling you that and I'm helping to drive a project and maybe when I drive it or maybe when I bring it to light or make a suggestion, I'm not thinking about the mathematical input on this, but if you understand that, and you understand that that's my weakness and my shortcoming, if you're a mathematical genius, which I would love for you to be on my team because of that, then you can input your suggestion knowing that it's not a shortcoming of, knowing that it's a shortcoming of mine. And I welcome that feedback. I would welcome that all day long because I want everybody to be successful and I want our team to be as successful as possible. But the sense of respect is immediately put there by even creating that kind of a document and just saying, hey, look, Here's me. Take it or leave it. Good, bad, you know, good, bad, and indifferent. This is everything about me. That to me is huge. That to me is such a cool gesture of humility in a humble leader that I think everybody should do that. I think if you're listening to this and you don't have to be a leader or even a business person, write down your, your leadership cheat sheet. Write down the isms about you. Write down the things that you like, that you dislike, that you're good at, that you're not good at. In that, you will understand who you are as a person. And understanding who you are and understanding that you're human and understanding that you're going to make mistakes, but understanding that you also can learn and grow and seize opportunity through those mistakes and that admission of of fault will change your life, will absolutely flip the script on what you're doing and make you immediately better by admitting that you're not perfect. So in your imperfection... You can be perfect. The other anecdote that I want to add to that article from a personal standpoint is that I think when you get to a point where you're, you're not afraid to fail and you're not afraid to admit mistakes, you're not afraid to admit that something didn't work, your law of averages of success goes way up, goes absolutely through the roof. I think back on my career and my personal life both. I've taken a lot of shots. I've taken a lot of chances. I've learned a lot and I've made plenty of mistakes. If my career was a, a physical body, the, the scars would be tremendous because I have scraped my elbows and bumped my chin and bumped my knees and stubbed my toe. And you know, I would be a hot mess if, if my career uh, mistake body could be seen. You would see the scars because I have fallen down plenty of times, but I've gotten back up every single time and I've gotten better because of it. So with that mentality and taking plenty of shots and taking plenty of chances because I'm not afraid to fail because I know that in that failure, there's opportunity and learning and growth, my, my law of averages of, of success has gone up. I've done some really cool stuff. I've had some amazing opportunities in my life and I'm just getting started. But it's because I'm not afraid to try and I'm not afraid to fail because I promise you, as I'm moving forward, and I hope, I hope if anything resonates from this, this podcast, it's this. I'm, 
I know that my best days are ahead of me because I've continually gotten better through failure my entire life. And in that humility, in that understanding that those trip ups mean that progress is happening. That to me is where the gold in your life comes into play. That's, That's where you start completely thriving, completely coming into your own. And when you get comfortable in your own skin because of that, you can be unstoppable, absolutely unstoppable, which is funny to say, because if you think about somebody who's unstoppable, you think about somebody who's perfect. And yes, you would be perfect because you're imperfect, because you make those mistakes. And I don't care how backwards that sounds. I've lived it. I've seen it. I've seen other people go through it. And it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing to admit that you're imperfect, to admit that you are not this you know, this impenetrable robot of life. So I, I beg and plead of you to sit down with yourself and understand, reflect on your mistakes, reflect on maybe your, par- your paralysis because you didn't want to make a mistake, because you didn't want to fail. And understand that moving forward, embracing that imperfection truly does make you perfect. It makes you beautiful. It makes you powerful. And it makes you grow to a level that you can only imagine. But you can achieve it when you stop paralyzing yourself with the fear of failure, with the fear of mistakes. So today is the day. The day Today is the day that you become humble, that you become human, that you admit your shortcomings, you admit your mistakes, you you bounce back faster and stronger than you ever have because you're not afraid to make those mistakes. And now starts, you can mark it on the calendar. Now starts the day that your world opens up. Once you get to that point, once you admit those things and once you come to grips with it, like I did a long time ago, it changes your life. So, Mark it on the calendar today, draw a line, put a box around it, whatever you need to do. But now is your time. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And I am thrilled to continue to give you guys this content. Um, And I greatly appreciate the feedback that you're giving me. If you could please share this with as many people as you can, because you never know who's going to need a little bit of enrichment and who's going to need to admit that they're not perfect either. Have a great day. Love you guys. Thank you for listening to the Enrich Your Soul podcast. For more information and resources, visit richbracken.com. 